This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Oh, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey, everybody. How you doing? It's uh, Joe List, Mark Norman, Suck My Dick, Shelby Royal. Can you say your name on the podcast? Shelby Royston. Is that how you say your name? Royston? Royston? What is it? You got it. Royston. Yes. No, that's fine. What is that, English? I think there's an L in there. I believe English, yeah. All right. Mm. Good day, mate. The L is silent. Just um, like Shelby. Uh, sorry, I, I ummed over you. Oh. Want to throw it back out there? Nah, it wasn't worth it. All right, great. They probably hear. They're probably binaural. Bin- binaural? I think that means listening out of both ears. It's a Pearl Jam album. Oh, really? I think that's what it means. Bad choice of a title. Not the best title, not their best album either, but pretty good. But then the next year after that, or the next album was called Riot Act, which I hated that title, but a great album. Ah. Riot Act. I'm going to read you the Riot Act. Yeah, I didn't care for it. Yeah, that you no one says that anymore either. No, I guess not. They say, uh, you're a rapist and you're out of the business. Yeah. <laughs> they say now. That's the big one. It used to be racist, now rapist. Yeah, racist was last year, rapist right. this year. There's and no more racism now. Ra- uh, black guys aren't getting shot anymore. That's out. But it's uh, then it was it was Moonlight, and this year it'll be Lady Bird. We'll see. And then Birdman won two years ago. Birdman, Lady Bird. Ah! But the three billboards might win. I've been quiet on this podcast here. I don't want to get into a big movie thing, but three billboards is a piece of shit. Have you watched it yet? I haven't seen it. I don't want to watch it. You've been railing against it. It's that damn narrative. I'm sick of it. I hate this movie, folks. And and with all due respect to the wonderful fan, thank you for listening. I love you. God bless you. But these people compare it to Fargo because it's got Francis McDormand in it, oh. and it's violent. But I'm like, the Coen brothers are one million billion times better. This movie, you can't throw people out windows and kick teenagers in the genitals with no repercussions. It's a cartoon, this movie. Uh-huh. So what's the love? Everybody's raving. They love it, and I think, I, I don't know, it's, a, it's very strange to me, but I loved Lady Bird. I loved Call Me By Your Name, those goddamn gays. He beats off into a fruit, and the other guy eats it. I loved it. I, I, I want to see the gay fruit film. I was hard as a rock. I got it all. I got it on a DVD. You got to come over. Oh, I, please. I, I have uh, The Great Wall. What's it called? The, the, great the, the big will fall. Not the, uh, Ro- the rock hard. What's it called? Uh, Get out! No, the 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 Churchill. Oh, I love Churchill. The darkest hour. Darkest hour. That one I love. I got that in the screeners. I love that one. And Get Out. I've watched three more times, and I think it's really great. At first, I was like, "Yeah, it's fine." Then I watched it again. I was like, "Oh, it's really good." And then I watched it again. I was like, "This movie's pretty brilliant." Uh huh. So I'm really on board with that one. Three billboards. I think stinks to high hell. Hi, uh, Holly. Um, and then Lady Bird, I love. Call Me By Your Name, I love. I love the women. I love the homos. But uh, this three billboards, just get out of here. Take that, it and huh? shove it up your own asshole. They should get out. I think I think they stink. But uh, Darkest Hour, I loved. And uh, Dunkirk was fun. They kind of go sister sister there. I like Dunkirk. It was fun. Yeah, I thought it was cool. It was a whole new kind of movie where there's zero dialogue and just four different stories. And the kid never took a shit. No, yeah. I don't want to ruin it. I take shit. Spoiler alert. 
Uh, but anyways, that's my uh, two cents. And uh, so many great fa- We have the best fans in the world. I want to thank you. I love you. I love them. Here's a thought. You ever thought about writing a film? That's all I think about, and I'm working on it with Alan. I, I, I oh, really? fear. I'm very f- afraid. Well, especially with you, you shit on quite a few movies there. Well, so of course. People are going to be, here we go. Oh, old Gene Shalit finally put out a movie. Let's see how his is. Well, let them shit. Well, Roger Ebert made a movie with big tits in it. Did he? Yeah, yeah, he made a crazy tit movie. That's, is that what killed him? Uh, well, oh, that was, was cancer. Years before. Wow, i never seen the Roger Ebert. Yeah, it's something. Um, it is a weird, criti- critics are very weird bird, you know, because you just... Hey, give me shit, and then I'll make fun of it. Yeah, it's very strange. Uh, but uh, this is the thing, too. It's sometimes people will be like, well, what movie did you make? Right, right. And I'm like, well, I didn't make a movie. I'm just telling you this movie I think stinks. It's yeah. just my opinion. I mean, it's got to win Best Picture, for God's sake. So who gives a shit what I think? Oh, wow. You think it will? Maybe it won Best uh, Golden Globe or whatever. But uh, I just think it is It's just such a cartoon. And then people were like, well, no, that's the um, that's the tone. Like I was talking to Sam. He's like, that's the tone. It's It's... It's silly. I'm like, oh, is it? Because everyone's talking like it's this hard-hitting uh-huh. thing. I'm like, if it's supposed to be silly and stupid, they nailed that. But yeah. is it called a comedy? I don't think it is. No, it's it's just crazy. Like the this woman at one point, spoiler alert, she she the cops are after that. She hates the cops and they hate her and they just wanted to shut up. But then she kicks two teenagers in the genitals. It just cuts to the next. It's like lazy writing to me. Yeah, I'm like, there's no repercussions. She just assaulted two teenagers. There's a there's a fucking monologue about priesthood that just completely doesn't fit in there. Mm. I guarantee if you asked him, he'd be like, oh yeah, I just had this sitting around. I put it in there. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so doesn't fit. Right. And then the there's a fucking suicide note to every character. Oh. A guy can't hear bombs exploding because he's listening to music on his headphones. It's just a it's a joke. Oh boy, All I right, well, really hated it. I hate it too now. All right. Right, sorry, Shelby. You're shaking your head. Did you see it? What'd, What'd you, you think? think? The part about throwing him out the window was what really stood out to me. It's crazy. Yeah. And then he's like a good guy at the end. Oh, I'm giving away too much. But too much. That's too much. But uh, anyways, I hated it. Lady Bird, I love you. Call me by your name. These those those queers. They really made me cry. I really yeah, sapped f- up and sobbed. Big fan of the homos. Love them. Every a lot of homo movies are great. The the Brokeback was killer. Call me by your name, and those two are the only two that I can think of. Moonlight, I, I thought was fine. I thought it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. It's a little, little slow. It was just whatever. Nothing to me. happened. I didn't care about anybody. But uh, Brokeback, obviously, we've talked about one of my favorite movies of oh, all time. Yeah, great and, love uh, story. Call me by your name was my favorite movie of the year, along with Lady Bird. So who knows? What do I know though? You know what I mean? I'm gonna get a bunch of people saying, "Hey, you're a piece of shit." Blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Let's guess, get to yeah. some stories. There we go, boy. It's been a it's been a, a ways, a while, a time. A fortnight. Thank you for score. And uh, several years ago. Yes. I always thought it was several, which I thought was weird. Is it seven? Seven. Uh-huh. F- score is also I think five movie. or something like that. Yeah. Or twenty. Maybe it's twenty because it was eighty-seven years ago. Twenty. Yes. Yeah, it must have been eighty-seven. All right. Lincoln. Oh, I saw The Post, too, which was fine and fun, uh, but a little bit of cheese on there. That's Spielberg cheese. He likes a little cheddar. He loves the cheddar cheese. Yeah. And my friend Meryl Streep, who owes me some dough. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She's a negger. Whoa, my God. Is that a neg? <laughs> that was a reneg. Reneg is take it back. Yeah, I think reneging. I'll, I'm going to do this, and then I don't do it. Right. So you I guess reneged. she never negged. No. Well, she didn't say she was going to pay me back. But I think uh-huh. she wanted to. I don't know what happened out there. I thought she said, I'll give you this back. Don't worry. You never know. Mm. I said, don't worry about it. Take it. It'd make me happy. Well, 
you're a victim. But I want to talk about the MTA for a moment. Oh, the New York God. City little, transportation. Little inside baseball here. Well, I mean, we've all traveled. We've all taken the train here and there. But New York City, I think we got to start taking lives. Choo-choo. I think we got to go around and shoot people in the face. And sta- like, really revolt. That's how yes. you get your uh, you get what you need, I think. Uh, we got to start a revolution. You say you want a revolution. Yeah, the MTA is ruining everybody. I'm missing spots. I'm late for this. I'm late for that. Because you 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 take the train every day, so you know the routes. So you allot the amount of time, the mm-hmm. appropriate amount of time. And then they screw you. And then people go, well, you should have left earlier. But I leave at this time every day and it works. No, it's the worst it's ever been. I won't harp on it too long. But last night I left the comedy cell. I had 11.55 spot. They were running perfectly on time. I got off stage at 12.10. I try to run home and see a little bit of Sarah before she goes to bed. She goes to bed, you know, around 1, 2, depending. So wow. I'm like, I got to get home, get a little snug, catch up on my day. It, it centers me. You know what I mean? Yeah, center. Got to be center. Uh, not necessarily politically, although I feel like I'm getting po- closer and closer to the center as these lefties mm. just get more and more ridiculous. But that's neither yeah. here nor there. That's what the nougat is. I love nougat. Yes. Nougat, I, please. I actually don't care. For, what is nougat exactly? Is that the peanut butter or is it the crunch? It's what is the, nougat? It's the gooey, chewy, sweet stuff that I don't know what it is either. It's some kind of sugary amalgam. What would you do if you found out there was cum in there? Would you be upset, or would you just go, hey, I guess I like cum? I guess I like sugary nougat cum. All right. Well, you got to see Call Me By Your Name, folks. Yes. Put that nougat in the in the peach. It's a peach. Uh-huh. Yeah. James the Giant peach. Cum fruit. That's what I used to get called when I first started doing comedy. It should be a kumquat. What's that you said? Kumquat. What's that? That's a fruit. Oh, I didn't know that. But I'm saying a peach, if you get, if you jizz in it, it should be called a kumquat. That would have been two on the ass, I think. Ah, uh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they come quality. They'll, they'll jizz on that too. Uh, I, I said it before. I wouldn't mind a big hot load of my ass. I think it'd be nice. All right. Well, it's coming. <laughs> it'd have to be my own, I guess. Bend over. Wait, you want your own jizz? I just feel it feels a little weird to have someone else come on my ass, but I like. I think I'd like the hot splashdown sensation. Well, you know. I feel like if you transfer the jizz to a, a receptacle, then put on your ass, it would lose its warmth. <laughs> well, what if I I come and heat it up, and then you whip it on me? I could do that. <laughs> It's not bad. All right. Wow, heated up gum. I don't have a button for that on the microwave. I've seen popcorn defrost, you know, thaw, but never come. Well, it's got to be in there somewhere. Speaking of hot gum, it's 185 degrees in it's here. It's so hot. My load, if it was this hot, it would burn my belly button. My balls are on fire. It's Brutally, there we go. All right, we oh got the God. AC out. I've taken four pieces of clothing off already. AC Slater. Uh, so, anyways, he sat yeah. backwards in a chair. I left last night. How does that make you cool, by the way? And then him and Jesse started dating. Then she's doing it. I can smell her pussy across the TV. You can't spread those. She things. was doing it. Showgirls. Yeah, she had her legs spread, and uh, she was so excited. Elizabeth Berkeley. Yeah, I never saw Showgirls. I felt uncomfortable seeing Jesse Spano naked. That's what was fun. It I was know. her. It was the childhood no- girl next door whore. I cared, though. I just, I'd just i like to see Rebecca Donaldson naked, you know? Ah, uh, Lori Laughlin. Yes, how hot is she in Seinfeld? Yeah, boy, she looked way better. She looked way hotter in Seinfeld, I guess because she wasn't on like a, you know, ABC family show. That episode, they go to La Caridad, which is right across the street. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. What a pull. Um, yeah, Gary Mom. Well, she's pretty hot. I watched the season three opener of Full House when they go to Hawaii, and uh, she's a smoke show. Bikini? No, I think she's in a bikini for a minute. They're in the water, too. And I'll tell you, Stamos is the hottest person uh, I've ever seen in my life. He came to the cellar like a month ago, breathtaking. Yeah. He's the one hot Greek. I'd like to meet him someday. Oh, I had some Greek yogurt brewing. 
Gorgeous. We met him, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. I wanted to fuck him that day. All right, I got I to gotta focus. Full head of hair. I leave the cellar, 1210. I ride right up over the train. I want to take a cab, but I'm saying, I got to save mine. I'm taking too many cabs. Too many cabs. What am I doing? Who am I, uh, you know? Mussolini. Margaret Cho? Yeah. I can't just be, keep taking cabs everywhere. It adds up, folks. So I said, I'll take the train. I go downstairs to West 4th Street. And the D, the E is running downstairs. Right, right away when you get down, you see all the tape everywhere. There's just oh, orange tape. Oh, I hate the tape. There's guys with hats everywhere and flashlights. When you see a flashlight, you know it's a bad situation. Yeah, and, they, and you know those guys, they like to ruin your night. They kind of dig it a little bit because yep. they have a shitty job and you're a fun comedian with glasses and a small mouth. And then you come down, they go, they don't like to tell you right away. You go, so what's going on? They go, huh? They go, what's up with the trains? No trains. You couldn't have told me that when I came down. They like it. They, they kind of like it. They, they, they relish in it. Some of the people, they relish when they're out of tea, too. I say, I have a jade citrus. They go, out, we're out. Yeah. And you're like, you couldn't have softened the blow and said, hey, what about this or that? That was a uh, big hard on. You know who never does that? Mick. Thank you, Mick. Love you, Mickey. Yeah, Mick. <laughs> uh, so anyways, I get on the train. I say, I'll fuck it. The train, the A train is there. I say, I'm jumping on. I get on the A train. Boom, I'm already moving, which isn't the train I want, but at least I'm moving in the right direction. I get it. And so I say, I'll go to 42nd Street. It's a long transfer. It's like a 10-minute walk underground, hot and sweaty and gay. Mm -hmm. But I say, fuck it, I'll do it. Then I'm reading an article. I'm reading a lot of spicy stuff. I don't realize we get to 42nd Street. It's at Bryant Park, which is a different 42nd Street. Oh, yeah. That's on 6th Avenue. Now you got to take the 7 or the shuttle. Now I got to take the 7. So I take the 7 out to Queens. Now, mind you, it was running on the D line the whole time. So I could have gone off at Herald Square and transferred there to my end train, uh -huh. which is the train to my home. But I wouldn't realize I was reading a goddamn book. Uh -huh. So then. I get to the 7. I wait for the 7 for about 20 minutes. I get in the 7. We get underground. No service. Train stops for 35 minutes. Whoa! Underground. Whoa! No service. 1 in the morning. Oh! I'm sucking my own dick. It's a packed oh, train. Brutal. Hate it. We finally come up. I still have a transfer to go. That's worse than the Holocaust. I'm still not on the train. I'm still not on the train I need to be on. So now I'm waiting. It's 10 degrees. So I say, fuck it. I'll just take a lift. I go downstairs. I take a lift. The lift costs 8 bucks. A cab in the first place would have cost 20 bucks. Uh -huh. So I Saved 12 bucks and added 95 minutes to uh, my trip. At 1 a.m. 1 a.m. I got home at 2 and Sarah's sound asleep Ow. in her REM sleep. R.E.M. Never cared for that band. They're fine. I appreciate their influence, but I never got into it. Did you touch her sleeping? Did you get a sleep grope I, in? Did I, you like, poke her? Nah, I do a foot spoon, which foot I think spoon? I invented. I rub my foot on the bottom of her foot. It's like a little something. She goes, brrr, she purrs. It's nice. It's sweet. Uh, it's sweetness, but no. Uh, sweet, but no, you're not getting the rock. No nougat. I wasn't centered. Yes. Now I'm going to bed all off center. Malcolm in the middle. Anyways, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Fuck the MTA. We should tweet at them and say, hey, yeah. suck your own dick, you fucking Meanwhile, jerks. the prices keep going up. Mm -hmm. When I moved here, it was $84 for a monthly pass. Now it's 112 or something. Yeah, it's crazy. And they keep getting richer. There's an article about how they're all giving the money to each other. These fucking, Ugh. this country, they just fuck you. They yeah. take your ass, they spread it open, they put their tongue in there for one moment, and then they stick their whole dick in there. The tongue part's not bad, but I, I appreciate don't care for the, the dick. Yeah, the dick is bad. I don't think R.E.M.'s that bad, but here, we'll, we'll keep moving. I didn't moving. say bad, I said I wasn't into them. Oh, okay. I appreciate their influence, appreciate they're a great fan, but I just wasn't into it. That's the end of the world. It's a little whiny. As we know it. All right. What's the frequency? Can it? That it. That wasn't my cup. They had a couple where it's a couple cringy. Yeah. Everybody and heard stunk. Yeah, and also, uh, you get a look at that lead singer, just the uh, outfit. He wears, like, blue velvet suits with a huge white scarf. It was a whole thing. Michael Stipe. A lot of fedoras. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, All right, we got to get into some story. You want to go? I got some well, business over here. I don't have my everything I did was kind of pleasant, so nothing had that horrifying ending. But I have one thing I want to get into. I love pleasant, by the okay. way. Okay, oh, well, pleasant's not as fun. I feel like for the kids at home, you need conflict, or else you have no story. But they like pleasant. Ah, right, Pleasantville. So uh, you know, it's the holiday time, and as we know, it was a weird. Christmas holiday New Year time this year with the comedy clubs because they all had their Christmas party on the same night. January 8th. Yes, it was Cellar, Gotham, and State of New York all on a Monday. Yep. Very strange. Usually you get to mix it up. You get the free food at each one. You get the free booze at each one, the whole thing. Uh-huh. But I have a, a sneaking suspicion that some clubs liked that it was uh, all on the same night because yes. I had to spend less on food and drink. Defer. Yes. Deter. I don't know. Detergent. Detour. So uh, I go, ah, fuck it. I'm going to the cellar party. It's right by my house. It's the best one anyway. It's The food's way better, and the booze is flowing, and I like all those people. You know, you get there, it's like Chris D and uh, Feinstein and Sam and Mackie and DeVito and Veter. It's a great group. And uh, So we get there, and it was just the spread. First of all, Popeye's catered it, which was exciting. Tom Papa? Popeyes. Oh, Popeyes. Yeah. Wow. The uh, the cartoon character. And that was one side. Then the other side was all Italian. So it was like chicken parm, lasagna, fettuccine, al anal, all this stuff. And the food was outstanding. And I go, I'm just going to hit this party, say hi to everybody, take some photos, and get the hell out of there. I got an early flight. Uh-huh. And, uh, of course, I had a, you know, a couple of whiskeys and yada, yada, yada. Go home. Fine. Good. The whole thing. It was great. Thanks for having us. The whole thing was nice. Took a lot of fun. They had that photo booth you can get in and do it does the far three, two, one. And you all make faces and there's big glasses and scarves. And I top didn't see hats. any of those photos. I saw a stand up New York photo booth, but not a seller photo booth. Oh, they're out there. No kidding. I'd like to see some. Yeah, I took some home. I got, you know, it's that, that vertical post uh, picture with the four slots. I love those. I got them on the fridge. Yes. Four slots. Sounds like a family reunion. That was a tough one. Not sure. Sluts. Uh, sluts. Sluts? I think. I think I was looking at my aunts. Maybe. All right. Yeah, your aunts are easy. Not sure. So right. that was one where you just kind of kept going. And we didn't even notice it. it. Then the people would have been like, I didn't get that, but whatever. But now we're really sitting Sorry. in the chair. Well, I just wanted to understand it. Yeah. All right. Well, so uh, then the next night, I got five shows, whatever, doing my shows. And I had this one. Tell me if you come across this I one. I had an early flight the next day. Well, I got my nights mixed up. All right. All right. I was trying to keep it moving as well. All right. So, uh... Four shows. I make it to all of them, but on my second show, I do a joke that's working in my act, but it's about cops shooting black people. Uh And I'm killing, and I do that joke, and it hits. And there's a lot of black people in the crowd, and they're all laughing. And there's a woman right next to the stage, and she goes, what? And I go, huh? And she goes, you can't make that joke. Oh, what? I I go, what are you talking about? And there's literally a black woman next to her clapping, going, ha, ha. One of those, you know, right, like a church, church lady, yeah. fat lady, you know. Boy, they can really let you know when they like it. Yes, and bring it on, black folk. Shower me. <laughs> yes, it was a James Brown lady. So I was like, yeah, and I go, look at her. She's loving it. And she goes, nah, 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 you can't do that. And I go, who the fuck are you to tell me what I can ah. do? Also, I was telling jokes about anal and Jews and gays and all that. It was all working, but that one she didn't like. Nope. And uh, I go, who are you? She goes, you just can't do that. Don't ever do that joke again. And I go, it killed! Look at the woman next to you. She's loving it. You want me to take this joy away from her? And she goes, ah. And she won't even she won't even listen to that part. Like no. she's just saying no, and it's it's a no wall. There's no listen. It's up. The wall is up. So I go, the entitlement. What kind of entitlement do you have where you think you can tell me what I can and can't joke about? And she's like, What are you kidding? I'm the good guy here. 
And that's where the problem lies, ah. my friend, is because she thinks she's a hero. Ah. She's not. She's a, a censor. She's a fun ruiner. Yeah, you stink. She stinks. Billy, don't be a hero. So I had like 12 minutes left in my set, and oh. I just dedicated the whole thing to talking to her. So I'm like, I'm, I'm done. Fuck you. We're going we're gonna to hash this out. And then she got up and left. Wow. Well, at least she left. She Good. left. I hope she goes home and thinks about her life. Yeah, but then it was that weird thing where like the, the host was in the back, like, what are you doing? You're kicking your pushing people out of my show like you're walking people ah. so I, I felt bad about that but i mean I, I had to take a stand there fatty yeah these people i don't understand the thing if you can't say that very strange very strange and the people that feel that way i'm like you shouldn't be going to a comedy show it's not for you not for you but she laughed at everything else and everything else was kosher even though those were taboo subjects as well quote unquote interesting very strange and i just it just soured me and then the rest of the night i was like i, I was like opening with that joke just out of anger yeah very soury i don't but care for her it worked every other show and it's just a, it's just a bummer that's where we're at and she thinks she's the hero that's the sad part yeah, that's what I think a lot of these people think they're making a big difference, but yes. they're really just uh, a bummer. That's a bummer. So that that was my whole thing, and I just like, I can't wait to tell people about that, and people side with you, but yeah, they're out there, those people, and it's a, it's a sad state of affairs. This, this is a bummer, a hero. man. Uh, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, then I, uh, next time I ran to the bonfire. Oh, I'm going there after this. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's fun. Big J and Soda are the, the funniest guys, and they had a great time. And it's just fun being in that uh, that building. So I run up to the serious building, and I'm, I'm late. I got to be there at 6. It's like 5.58, literally. I'm getting my, you know, I'm at the front desk with the fat chick. Like, come on, baby, here's the ID, the whole thing. You always forget about that part. They make it tough over there. Yes! It's a whole 9-11 post thing. You got to take it up the tailpipe. So I get past her. I get through security. I get in the elevator. It's one of those elevators where you push your number in the lobby, yes. and the door opens, and there's no numbers in the elevator. Right. And so there's, you're in there with 18 people. And they all have a, I'm going to 36, there's a 25 or there's a 29 or there's a 34, so you just got to wait for everybody. Mm -hmm. You finally get to 36, the door opens. Now here's Sirius and an anal here. There's a left side, which is the lobby, uh -huh. and then there's the right side, which is the employee door. Uh -huh. Now I don't have a badge. No badge. So sometimes that employee door is open because somebody just went in it. Uh -huh. And it takes a minute to close. Yes, like MacGyver. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. It's like Indiana Jones where you got the hat's through and you got to slide through to get the hat, you know? I always the prefer MacGyver. Closing. All right, well, MacGyver was fun. So uh, whatever happened to him? Harry Dean Stanton? No, no he's Dean alive. Anderson. Richard Dean Anderson. Richard Dean Anderson. He was a hot fella he back in the hot. day. Yeah, a lot of the girls really loved him. Serial killer name, though. Oh, because of the three names. Yeah. Mark also, Marie Norman. Ah, do you know my middle name? <laughs> By the way, he does uh, all the, the whole show is just life hacks. You know, you read all these about these hacks now. Yeah, that's all the show was. He's like, I, I got a paper clip, a dildo, and a jizz rag, and I got to fix this helicopter propeller. It was pretty great. I loved it. Murdoch was like the bad guy. His face was all burned. It was pretty great. I liked it. <laughs> Very American. Yeah, it was terrific. You know right. who uh, came up with that was fucking, what's his toe? Fonzie. He Mer was like the big producer. Henry Wrinkler? Yeah. He invented MacGyver? I don't know if he invented it, but he was the main producer. I think it might have been a created by. Get I remember on always that. seeing his name. Yeah. Shelbo. Pull that up. He was uh, an EP at, at, at least. Wow, at least he might have EP. created. Man, he did MacGyver. Something. He was big into that thing. You Fonz. sure? The Fonz? I'm pretty sure. MacGyver. That was like Mundo. the first name that popped up after the show ended. Hey. All right, well we'll get we'll get on that. Shellfish is on the Wikipedia. Of it's neither here nor there. So uh, all right, so you slide in the employee door. I see the employee door. It's open. What, what do you got, got, Shellfish? He had just finished 
happy days and was looking for something else, so him and two other guys created it. Wow! Nice. How'd you pull that out of here? Well, your I asshole? watched the show a lot religiously. Really? We prayed to him. It's a strange religion. Mecca. Mm-hmm. MacGyver. <laughs> so, uh,. I get to the employee door, and the guy holding it open goes, are you supposed to be going in here? Which never happens. It's serious. They're usually a little loosey-goosey. You know, it's Howard Stern. It's XM. It's Raw Dog. You right. know? I went in raw. They're not that serious. No. So I, I go in raw, and the guy's like, what are you doing? And I was like, in a huff and a puff, you know? And I'm like, get out of my way, old man. Move it or lose it. So I kick him, and he's like, who is that guy? And I can hear him talking to somebody else like, who is that? What's he doing? And I just keep running, and I'm running on the hallway. And I've been there a million times, so what the fuck do I care? I've done Opie and Anthony and Anal and Juice. So I run past that. Now I'm I'm like doing the, you know, jumping up, like looking in studios. You know, like, right, it's right. like there's all black people in this studio. I'm like, that's not it. This studio is all Asian. This studio is all Latino. And uh, it's all just different stations. One's like a biblical station. I'm like, oh, that's not it. So finally some guy goes, you Mark Norman? I go, yeah. He goes, hey, big fan Tuesday. I go, hey. And he all goes, right. And I go, I'm looking for the bonfire. He goes, follow me. So I follow him. I go into the bonfire. We're talking. We're doing our whole spiel. We're yucking it up. And uh, somebody just rips the curtain open oh, no. from outside, and they're pointing at me. But this is like 20 minutes into it. I've forgotten all about <laughs> it. And it's these two black guys. So oh, Black boy. Lou is the engineer over there. So oh, we go, okay. you got to go talk to them, Lou, because, you know, you speak the language. Black Lou's matter. Yes. So Black Lou goes out there, and all you hear is like, like coming through the door. Oh, and those doors are soundproof, folks. So... uh <laughs> So Lou comes back in. He's like, you're in trouble, buddy. They they think you're like a terrorist. I'm oh, like, what? Wow. Well, you're I'm very the, tan. I guess. Yeah, I got a turban on. But <laughs> I'm in the middle of a, of a Me Too joke. What are you talking about, terrorist? Come on. So I go out there, and they're like, what are you, crazy? And the guy shows me a badge. He's like, I'm security. You just ran in here. I could take you to jail right now. And I was like, take me to jail. I'm on the bonfire. What are you, crazy? <laughs> so I have to like smooth it over with them. I give them a few bucks and a gift card. And uh, I go back in and finish the segment. But it was a it was a it was a tense moment for a minute. Ooh, I burned my gums on my teeth. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't swallow it. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Uh. But yeah, that was it was dicey. It was two big guys, you know. So uh, it was a it was a moment, but we got through it, and then I went right back into yucking it up. Wow, I'm gonna get there a little early today. <laughs> get there early and sign in. Well, I, I, oh, that was the other thing. They walked me down to the lobby. They made me sign in. I had to do a whole thing. Like, where's your card? Because you get a little a card when they right. when, and I threw that away already. I so. think because it's a high rise, they gotta keep it uh, kosher or whatever. I get. And he was a new new guy, so he was like trying to, you know, hey, uh, I gotta show you who's who around here. The new guys are always an issue. Yeah, they got a bone to pick. Yeah. So I did that, and that was fun. And uh, then I flew off to Irvine. Oh, Irvine. But you take it. All right, I'll take over. Boy, the night of the party, I missed it because the uh, national championship game was on, which really bummed me out. I'm like, I, yeah, you watch every game all season. You're invested for four months. It yeah. climaxes one big night. And then everyone has their parties, and you're like, come on! That's true. That Monday, the 8th eight, of Jan, is a weird time. These Jews, they put parties whenever they want. They call it a holiday party. That's crazy. Well, I said, uh, you know, I'll watch a little bit of the game. If the game stinks, I'll head to the party, and then it was the best game of all time. So oh, I missed, really? I missed, uh, missed all that. But was, that a, the, was it Atlanta? It was Alabama! Alabama. And, uh, and Keith Jackson died, which I do an impression of Keith Jackson every single day of my life. Let's hear it. I just did it. Oh, another Alabama. All right. It's a pretty good one. There you go. Oklahoma. Uh, anyways, rest in peace, you, uh, you big fat fuck. KJ. <clears throat> anyways, so I just got back from Madison, Wisconsin, which, Woo! as you know, 
This club, and I don't want to disrespect any club all over the country because I love Ann Arbor's amazing and Acme's amazing. I'd love to get booked there. That improv, wherever we were in Arizona, was something else. Tempe, Cap City, Philly Helium. Yeah, all those Heliums are tremendous, but nobody, and I mean nobody, except for the cellar, but that's not a road club. Nobody is doing it better than Comedy on State in Madison, Wisconsin, my God almighty, that club is getting it right. They are killing it, and you don't have to tell me twice. I did my album there. First yes, you album. did. Hot. I had five bachelorette parties at my album taping. Five, and it's, they were completely behaved, and it went well. Wow, that's a lot, a lot of tits. Lot, that's what? What, you think of six? 48 six? tits? Yeah, as long as it's an even number, you're good. Maybe. Wanna... Oh, yeah, could have breast cancer. Yeah, Nancy. Nancy. Kerrigan. Uh, she no. had breast cancer? No, who's the other Nancy, the famous one? That would explain a lot. She was rigid. The one where her husband got shot in the face there. Uh, oh, Reagan! Uh, Nancy Reagan. Yeah, uh, she lost her tits, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, Just I think so. No. Yeah. The war on tits. <laughs> Just say uh, no to tit cancer. Anyways, this got too inappropriate. But anyways. Sorry. Hey, hey, folks, a fresh new year has begun, and if you're setting new goals for your business, it's extremely difficult to reach them without the right people on your team. And ZipRecruiter has transformed how you go about finding them. ZipRecruiter posts your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. Woo! Then, ZipRecruiter actively looks for the most qualified candidates and invites them to apply. Ooh! No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. Wow! ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Call them to action, Mark. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Tuesday. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Tuesday. One more time. Try it free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Tuesday. Uh, so anyways, we went to uh, Madison. Sarah came with me to feature. She's got tits. They're fine. Good tits. Great ones. And uh, we went out there and um, beautiful. <laughs> it's a, little, a hell of a town. Got a little thrown there. Sorry. But uh, we flew and uh, landed. We flew to Chicago. Every time I go there, I fly to Chicago and drive because Madison is really? tricky. First of all, Chicago, LaGuardia to O'Hare costs about 11 bucks because yeah. competitive fares everybody's going to chicago it's a big route yeah big market so you can get a flight for like 120 bucks LaGuardia is eight minutes from my house i can roll out of bed and, and get over there so i flew to chicago we rented a car beautiful day like everything just went well the plane was great the drive was nice a little rainy we get there and madison's just a great city it's like 50 degrees and raining mm. we check into the hotel i go upstairs i shower i jerk off i take a dump we go outside it's eight degrees dropped 40 degrees how about that 15 minutes <laughs> never seen anything like it in my life the shows are just packed every show is like sold out except for one or two that were like you know, 10 shy of a sellout. Right, right. Crowds are hot. Joe, the manager, could not be nicer. Big fan of the pod, by the way. We love you, Joe. Thanks. Is he for... the big Greek? He might be a Greek. That's He's got the a... owner. He's the daughters are Greek. Yes, the owner's an older Greek. Yeah. Joe's a big guy, black, 
you know, beard, glasses, nice guy. Oh, Blackbeard. Yeah, he's a pirate. Arr. And uh, the bartenders are, are yeah. fans of the pod. The oh. whole staff, great staff, killer staff, Anna and Eve, couldn't be nicer. Tuesdays. Hotel was great. Across the street, the green room in this place, they got a 60-inch screen TV. It's a huge TV. They got a Nintendo, the little portable yes. thing with all the games on there. You don't want to go on. It's unbelievable. The Patriots played. I mean, they won by a lot. Just an unbelievable uh, uh, weekend of shows. I got to say, what's up to Sincere Life, our oh, best pal. Oh, biggest fan. Whose first name is Craig, by the way. I learned his name. I hope that's all right that I'm saying that. Same as Ice Cube. Is that right? He's a Craig. No kidding. Yeah. I Don't, don't look that up. I think there's a lot of black Craigs. There's mm. Roger Craig. That's a last name, though. Yeah. Craig, Craig. I don't Craig, know any black Craig. Craig Kilborn. Yeah. Craig is strange. Why not just go with the Greg? I don't know. Craig sounds too Craig. It's a little harsh. It's crunchy. It's crunchy. But anyways, he's the he came Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. What a supportive fellow we appreciate. I think he's doing stand-up now, too. Is that right? I believe so. That's what I heard. I heard the rumor. But anyways. He was sincere. So he comes out Thursday. We chat. We have a high five. I give him a download card. I sign it. The whole thing. We have a big hug. Great time. Then the next day, he comes back to the show. He's sitting, they got him sitting in the front row. Well, he's VIP. And so I'm sitting there, but he was, went to take a piss or whatever it was. So I'm into my act about three minutes, and this is Wisconsin. So he's the only black guy for about 9,000 miles. I'm on stage, and then he comes walking up, and I recognize him. He's a buddy. So I go, what the fuck? They put you in the front row? And then he laughs. And then I start moving on from the act, and I realize there's a weird feel in the air. <laughs> and I go, why is this, why, what happened here? Yeah. And then I realize, oh, they don't know I know him, and that I was talking to him last night, and we're friends. Right. So they just see a black guy walk up, and I go, what the fuck are you doing in the front? <laughs> and I got a big laugh. I addressed it. That was the biggest laugh of the whole, oh, I couldn't follow funny. it. Joe, you can't make jokes like that. It was a big laugh. Well, it didn't feel... Weird to see a black guy be like, what the fuck are you doing up front, you piece of shit? Yeah, yeah. Don't you have a section? Um, I didn't call him a piece of shit, of course. Right. But, uh, and I don't want to, I don't, I don't like being dismissive of all the black people in Wisconsin. There's plenty of black people in Wisconsin. Sure. It's got to be at least 10, 12. At least. Come on out, folks. But anyway, so it was great to see him and a lot of Tuesdays, but we had a real incident Ooh. on Saturday Late Show. Late last on, show of the weekend. I want to be respectful because it's a fan and uh -huh. uh, they reached out and apologized, the whole oh, thing. Oh boy, like Aziz. But I'm doing the show and uh, and it's the the least best show of the weekend, by the way. Late Show Late Saturday. Late Show Saturday. And at a club like that, when I say least best show, it means they're not howling, laughing at every show. It's like a, it's pretty good. Right, which it'd be a good show in Albany. It would be the best show at any other club. Right, right. It's like that kind of, that's how good this club is. You get I mean, spoiled over there. Every show is killer. We sold three out, which was fun. So many Tuesdays, gift cards, the whole works. But I'm doing the show, I'm around 38 minutes in, mm -hmm. and I look down, there's a guy and a gal in the front row, and the woman, she starts to look a little strange in the face. A little queasy? A little queasy. And uh -huh. now her man that she's with is sitting in front of her and he's shouldered up to the stage. So he has his back completely to her. Uh, that's so how you she do turns it. and I hear her say, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, God. Which is never normal. You don't usually hear someone yes. say out loud, I have to go to the bathroom. Sure. So I just kind of look down I'm like, that's interesting. And then she's turned to get out of her chair and she's holding the two chairs next to her. So I'm like, well, something's wrong here. But I'm not ready to push the panic button. All right, no panic. And then she stands at just like a half a stand uh -oh. and falls back down into her seat. Oh, not good. So now I say something is really wrong here. She does a second, oh, get man. up, falls back down again. So now I just stop the show. And I wow. go, we got, a, we got an issue here, folks. A full show stop. I got a full show stopper. An FSS. Yes, SS. So I say, hey, we got we got to we got to hold up here. By the way, 
Sincere is back in the front row again. Weird. Just unnerving because I'm the same job. I'm trying to think of new jokes just for him. He's at every show. He's at, not every show, but all three nights. Wow, and you gave him a download card. That's, that's a lot of list. And so I'm trying to think of new things on the fly just right. for him. Yeah, you're like, oh, a, you're sitting up here? I <laughs> have <laughs> a nice feeling to try to be like, I got to work for, for, the, for the love. But anyway, so I go, well, we, we got an issue here. And now she's trying to get up. And one woman next door, like an innocent bystander, she goes, maybe she's choking. I thought she was having like an aneurysm because mm. she couldn't stand up. And she's a young, lovely gal. Little but rickety. she couldn't quite stand up and was doing like a, ooh, uh, ooh, ah. And I was like, oh, God, she's dying. I was like, I thought she was choking, having a heart attack or an aneurysm. So I go, hey, folks, we might need a thing here. I don't know. Are you all right? Is this all right? And then she kind of gets up. And then she starts walking all wobbly need oh boy then there was wobbly. a moment that i thought she just had polio or something and i'm uh -huh. like oh now i'm just pointing out a handicapped person oh yeah she might have been a uh, retarded or something. yeah that's what i thought for it i yeah. was like maybe it's a retard up here because she had wacky knees you know uh-huh maybe she was jiving no no she had it looked like she had like you know forrest gump if he never got the braces or something oh like they, when he's hanging out with elvis yes hanging from the tree so right. he said uh i said all right, are, are you all right what can we do what can we do here and then she just heard like a like a throw up, but I think nothing came out. It was like a real it was, situation. It was a heave. It was a dry heave. Heave ho. <laughs> well, she wasn't a hoe. Oh, okay. Very sweet gal. Had a man and uh, heave prude. So I said, we got we got some problems here, folks. I don't know what to do. Blah. And then the the guy got. I mean, he kind of like helped her along. And then she, I felt bad. She was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, it's okay. We've all been there. You're yeah. good. I tried to be really uh, kind. Yes. You know? A kind bar. And then I said, hey, don't forget the coats. And then he came back and grabbed the two coats. He was like, thanks. Oh, that's fun. Great show. And I was like, is everything good? He's like, not really. And then they went uh, straight out to the bathroom. And I was in the middle of a shit joke. So I was like, I hope the shit joke didn't make her throw up. What if that was the whole thing? And I had to like mm. throw a few lines out there. I was trying to be thoughtful and kind. Yeah. But also, you got to get some laughs. Well, what do you say? Like, oh, my act isn't that bad. Ooh. Yeah, it was like one of those things. I'm like, boy, the shit joke, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I had to go back into the shit joke. Yeah. And I had to do like a whole, a full on like, come on, guys, let's get it back. We can yeah. do it together, this whole thing. Any news? I mean, did she report back? I got some news. So they oh. called the paramedics. They didn't charge her for the ambulance ride. What happened was, she, I guess she had an, because she reached out. The guy and lady both reached out, and they're fans. Wow. But she had an edible. Oh, boy. No food, three energy drinks. Oh, my God. What a combo. What we, is she, white trash? What's she eating here? We had an edible and three bowls, three red edibles. Uh -huh. And so I think she had a bit of a panic attack. It was more of a panic attack, empty stomach, blah, and like a whiskey maybe too or something. Jesus, quite a diet. So she kind of lost her shit for a minute, but uh, she was enjoying the show. I felt bad for the young lady, but it was really scary because I really did. I thought she was having like an aneurysm or a thing. If I knew she was just high, I wouldn't have stopped the show. Yeah. But oh. I was like, I don't want this person to die in front of me. It goes to show you, kids, you really want to get fucked up. Get an edible, three Red Bulls, and a whiskey. Yeah, but don't sit in the front row of a comedy show because... No, not unless you're got, sincere life. It got kooky, but they took care of her and, uh, you know, she's all good. She reached out and they apologized real soon. I said, don't worry, I've been there. I've had yeah. panic attacks and I've thrown... I got sick during a Dane Cook show years ago. What a nice druggie. What do you mean? You know, she was on drugs and still apologized later. Like, that takes a lot. Yeah, it was really sweet. I mean, they're, they're nice people. I mean, just everyone's so nice Everyone out there. Everyone is nice there. It's weird. But I got so... I got food poisoning at a Dane Cook show back in like... Before I opened for it. it must have been like 02. Because mm. I was drinking... I was young. I think I was underage, but I was well. drunk. But I also had food poisoning, and I got sick in the middle of the show, right in the middle of the Dane Cook show. Uh -huh. and I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. And I was going to the bathroom, and I couldn't hold my puke, so I went to cover my mouth. As I entered the bathroom, it hit my hand, 
and shot off my hand and like landed right in a guy's face Whoa. on his shirt. And this is like Boston, bro. He was like yeah. a drunk guy, like a nightclub. And he was like, what the fuck? And I was like, I'm sorry. And he was like, this fucking guy, these people can't hold their alcohol. And I felt so bad because I wanted to be like this. It's food poisoning. Yes. It's not alcohol. I've had two drinks. Right. So I went in the stall and I was just throwing up. I was dying. I was like doing a big hurly burly crazy throw up. Uh-huh. And I hear the guy. Someone's like, what's up with your shirt? He's like, some fucking piece of shit puked on. I want to fucking kick his ass. Whoa, and I was in the stall. So I'm like, I felt like Lloyd Christmas. Yeah, you're hiding from sea bass. It was scary. And then they wouldn't leave, but I, I had to get out of there. So I just opened the door and faced him. I was like, I'm really sorry, man. Like, I got food poisoning. I, I'll buy you a drink. I'll give you money. And he was like, ah, don't worry about it. So I really faced him. And Good he was you. nice. You FaceTimed. I apologized. Then I had to go back down to my car and just wait. I kept throwing up in the garage. My friend, uh, my best pal, Derek got Dane to sign a ticket, and Dane wrote, Joey, you're a dragon, because he had a whole bit about how when you're throwing up, you're kind of like a dragon. Oh, he personalized. Dane was very personal and funny, so it was, it was pretty neat. So that was kind of fun. I have, still have that autographed ticket. What was the grub? Grub. What'd you eat? I don't know. I don't know what it was. McDonald's, Burger King, mm. Wendy's. I don't eat well. Didn't he have an album called Hard to Swallow or no. Puking or something? That was an article about him. Yeah. Um, no, it was called... Harmful of swallowing. That's what yes. I was like. Damn, I was looking for that joke the whole time, and I couldn't think of it. Yes. Shit. But anyway, so she was fine, but uh, that was bad. I got to tell you about a few run-ins. I did the meet and greet and sold some digital download cards, which I hadn't really? been doing for a long time. But those hot shows, they really buy them up, which is well, nice. We got to thank the Jews who came out to Poughkeepsie. Oh, Poughkeepsie. We drove up to Poughkeepsie with Scopo, had a great little ride. We did a queef, which will come out eventually. Mm-hmm. And uh, we sold shirts. Some weirdo was like, hey, bring some shirts. I brought a duffel bag. We must have sold 10 shirts or yeah, five. It was really something. And that uh, that queef will be out as soon as we're done editing Scopo completely out of it. Yeah, he's a downer. He stinks. Uh, just kidding. Scopo did a great job on the show. He killed. He's a great driver. He killed. I killed. You killed. I'm saying killed. I, don't, I thought it was kind of we all did tough, okay. tough sledding, to be honest it with you. It was 30 people there. Yeah, it was a little kooky. But um, It's post-New Year's. No one has any money. Yeah, it was tough. But uh, great club up there. Go check that place out, too, if you're in the area. You got, you got a great comedy happening at Mahoney's in Poughkeepsie. So yeah. go check out the club. And I think that poor guy's taking a bath on most of the shows. <laughs> he didn't do well on us. I can't imagine. We had about nine people, and we got paid eight grand each. Paid handsomely. Thanks, Joey. So he's taking care. Is it Joey? Did you say Joe Mahoney's? Joe Mahoney's. Isn't that what you said? Mahoney's is the name of the bar. Oh. Joe's the manager at the comedy on stage. Oh, I that guy's name is together. Curly or something. Yeah. Dean, something. maybe. Bubba. <laughs> MacGyver. I don't know. Either way. Murdoch. Great guy. Thank you, Murdoch. A hell of a show. <laughs> no, check it out. And uh, it's a great club. So you have great comedy right there. Yeah, we love you. If you're up in the area. But anyway, so I, got, I did the meet and greet, and Sarah stands with me. So Sarah got to witness all of this, which is, you get some real fucking characters. It's fascinating that you can do a show, and you kill, and the crowd is great. As a, as a unit, you're like, you guys are so nice. Then you start meeting them individually, and you're like, these people are fucking out of their minds. All kooks. We had one woman. This woman was a fucking, I don't, I don't use this word lightly, a fucking cunt. Really? Of a lady. Coos. Nah, I shouldn't say cunt. I take it back. She might be listening. Not a cunt. That's why I'm taking it back. Mm. I don't, I'm afraid of her husband's. Uh, so she, she comes out. I do the five head joke, you know? Yeah. Which, which I'm not even doing in my act anymore, but I threw it back in for sincere because I'm like, I got to give this guy something. Uh huh. So I'm like cycling jokes back in that you can't remember. You know, you're doing a joke and you're uh, like, I don't even know how this goes. I'm doing it for one guy. I know. You try to get back in the rhythm of it in your head, but you can't do it. Yeah. And I'm like, I think I say the N word at some point. What's the word? I can't figure this out. Well, that'll be for him. 
boy. <laughs> well, he's black. Oh, jeez. Well. I'm trying to fill time here. Uh, all right. Well. I'm trying to crack wise. Well, we're going to have to fill more time because we're going to cut that out. Oh, uh, come on. That wasn't bad. I'm joking. All right. <laughs> I'm joking, too. It's a, it's a back and forth. I can't figure out where we're at anymore, but uh, we're going to edit the whole thing. This will be a 10-minute episode. Scopo, we love you. Yeah, Scopo. <laughs> Keith Jackson died. And thank you, Murdoch. Yeah. Oh, Nelly. But, uh... <laughs> Henry Winkler. He's a producer. <laughs> Hell of a producer. Hell of a fun fag you pulled out of your anal there. That better, was impressive. Better producer than actor. With the, the, the elbow bump? I never bought it. Elbow bump? <laughs> the hell's an elbow bump? That's his move and the thing. Happy Days. Remember he bumped the thing oh, and the music would play? Oh, the jukebox. I never kid. Jukebox. Juke. Oh, juke. I thought you meant, uh... Juice box. You know, the, uh... I like the... Sometimes he kicked it. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. He has an office, was in the bathroom. Come to my office. I never saw an episode. What? I saw some highlights or low, whatever you want to call it. I saw the Buddy Holly video. That was fun. Yeah. yeah I like that. It's weird to have a show in the 70s about the 50s. Yes. Very strange, but I guess we had that 70s show in the 90s. Yeah, all kinds of weird shit like Very that. Very strange. I never saw that show either. That but anywho, sucks. so this woman comes up. I do the five hedge. I got a big forehead, yada, yada. This woman comes up after drunk, and you know how you can see the people... You want to say this, you go, I, I saw you from 100 yards away and knew you were going to be a nightmare. Your whole yes. group. So she comes up and she's like, five head, look at his big head. You do have a big head. It's uh, bigger in person. I'm like, uh, so you're just insulting me. Yeah. And then she walks up. She shakes my hand. She won't let go. She's pulling it in. And then she's putting her hand on my head. She's like slapping Whoa. my forehead. And like her hand, is all, this is battery. Yes. Yes. Both. Assault and battery. As well as battery. So she's like putting her hand in my hair. She's like, boy, it is big. She's like, I want to take a photo, but knock your, hold your head back so your head doesn't look so big, you big head. And she went, still holding my hand. Ugh. Just insulting me and touching my face. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm like, this is insane behavior. Yes. Why are your hands on me? I'm with you. I couldn't stand it. I hated it. Did you hit her? Didn't hit her. I just went, oh, yeah, just grin and bear. What's nice is where you meet and greet is right next to the elevator. So you can kind of elbow like Fonzie. Yes. The button, the elevator pops. You just dive in there. Right. It's like the last chopper out of fucking Vietnam. I like it. Napalm in the morning. But anyways, uh, Robert Duvall. Uh, so she sucked. I hated that woman. Then there was a crazy drunk lady. She comes up. I got my download cards. I do a whole spiel about it. I'm like, this is my album. So don't just take this. It's mm. 10 bucks. Yes. The lady walks up and she's just like pie eyed, but she seems normal. Cause she's talking very softly. She's mm. like, Hey, I'm going to, I'll take this. Thank you. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's 10 bucks. And Sarah's there. So Sarah's like, it's, it's 10 bucks. So she starts walking away and Sarah's like, Oh no, no, no. That's money. I was like, that costs 10 bucks. She's like, yeah, 10's not too much. Oh, wow. And she keeps walking. Sarah, I go, no, no, no. I go, no, you gotta, you owe me 10 bucks. Yes. She's like, yeah, $10 is not much. And then she turns around again. I go, no, Whoa. no, no. You gotta give me $10. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, $10 is not much. What? I don't get her Thank thought you. process. I think, this is my best guess. I think she thought you bring it home Plug it in the computer and then you owe 10 bucks. Interesting. That's what I can, that that's the only thing I can think. But it went back and forth. It was like a fucking Abbott and Costello routine. Yeah. And we're both Sarah and I were like, no, no, no. You give us 10 bucks and then take this. She's like, great. 10 bucks Whoa. is not much. She said that 20 times. What a nut. Very odd. And I was like, no, no. You give me $10 now. Yeah. Then you take that. Then you have the album. And she's like, I've had a lot of wine. <laughs> and then eventually she's just like, oh, all I have is one. So she pulled out her wallet and it was like four one. She's like, I got... I don't have enough ones. I go, that's okay. Thank you. And I kind of took it from yeah. her. And then she went back into the showroom 
to like find her friends. And then when they came back, she like had her hood up over. She kind of like uh, ducked out. She was so embarrassed. I felt bad for her. There's a lot of kooky broads in this town. Very kooky broads. And then we had a, uh, a, a gay gentleman who was like a flamboyant guy. He comes right up to Sarah. He goes, I love you. Hugs her, kisses her on the face, and just like holds her in. He's doing like a swing hug. Then Ugh. he comes over to me. He's like, you're getting one too, baby. And like he gives me a long, big hug. I'm like, what is all this physical contact i'm not a puppet i'm not your little bitch to play with i'm not an action figure and why are you just kissing people in the face right. this is insane to me wow very strange behavior to me i don't like it and uh, if i know you i'm happy to hug i love a hug i like to spread love it's the brooklyn way but this just strangers hugging and kissing is goofy to me i think and then he blew her kiss too it's a weird entitlement thing. Like, you're the performer. You're the comedian. I can have my way with you. I don't know why I'm making everyone gay, but you know what I'm saying. Oh, he was gay. But uh, I get a lot of this shit after a show is like, we're getting a photo. And like, just how about an ask? Yeah. It's weird to just be like pointing at me and going, this is what's going to happen. You're taking one with me. You're taking a photo. Come here. Come here. Let it come here. I'm like, I'm still a person. Yeah, it's very strange. Talk to me. I have to say, most people say, hey, do you mind if I take a photo? They're sure. really nervous and nice and so many great People there, there was a Legion of Skanks slash Tuesdays fan. He was really funny. And uh, I told you, because he almost got thrown up on by the woman. He was like, she was coming right for me. And I was like, well, I guess she had some edibles. He's like, that's funny. My edibles worked fine. I was like, that's funny. Yes. Nice guy. Funny we guy. We took a photo. A lot of photos. And people were so fucking nice. It was so sweet. What a great city. Great week. I wish they were all that nice. Yeah. Three days, no media, perfect hotel, big screen TV, hot crowds. They police the room. They they just they treat you right and paid very well. It was just amazing. Man. Beautiful. No check spot. No check. No checks. They do checks after. Wow, that's new. Amazing. Man, I gotta get back in there. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It is the best. So if you live anywhere near there, drive to Madison, go check out the best club. And I think nobody believes you when you tell them. They right. think that you're saying this all over the country. They're like, yes, Oh yeah, yeah, we've heard yes. of them. Like, no, seriously. And then you tell the audience, because they've only been to that club. Right. So they're like, Oh, sure, what's so great about this, man? Oh, you don't have to say that to us. I'm like, No, no, I'm telling you, you guys have access to the best club. What do you think it is? Why are they the best laughers why are they giving it up the most to the quietest nicest supportive audience well they train the they first of all they have no gimmick there's no dustin diamond there's no mick foley oh, that helps they're bringing in great comics like you look yes. at the posters it's like you know sean Patton and uh nate bergazzi rory scoville you me kramer the butler yeah chad's coming up soon and uh there's no steve-o there's, there's no tom green or whoever the fuck yeah there's no shitty fucking acts and hacks michelle wolf I, we gotta name some women for god's sakes uh women are funny michelle wolf is there and uh the other guy who's what's the, the minority one? guy uh, Oh, Michael geez. Che was just there. Che is coming up there. February oh, 9th and 10th, I there believe. There you go. He's black. Oh, boy. We're struggling here. Uh, well, we don't know who they book. Uh, Harry Kondabolu's poster was there. Uh, He's something. Uh, yeah. uh, who else was up there? Margaret Cho had a poster. She's still doing She's it? She's an Asian woman. Wow, Might have been an old poster. Big age. Uh, who else? It doesn't matter. Anyways, they yes. have great, great uh, comics is one reason. Then they start the show right on time. There's I none like of this that. like, we're going to give it 20 minutes to start. Right, right. They train the audience to be there. And then they give Joe, the manager, he does like, we love to kick you out. Oh. We do not give warnings. If you heckle, we'll be thrown out. Speaking of which, I got heckled. A guy gave me 20 bucks. What? He heckled me a couple times. I'm walking out. He goes, thanks for putting up with my shit. He hands me a 20. I go, thank you. I'll take it. That's how it should be. You pay for the heck. Yes. Give me 20 bucks. You can all heckle me if you give me 20 bucks. Sure. That's a bonus. It was a very strange heckle, too, but I don't want to neither here nor there. But they do that. They police the room. They say, we're going to kick you out if you don't talk. Also, it's just nice people. And the club looks nice. That matters. Mm. It's clean. The rugs are clean and nice. The the staff is beautiful and dressed. And everyone's, they have a guy in a suit. 
greeting you. It's in a nice, beautiful building. They take pride. Yes, they take pride. pride. It starts from the bottom up to the bottom and down, whatever the saying is. Yes. If you take care of every aspect, the the audience, they feel it. They get in there. Right. All right. Well, that answers that. Good Yelp review. And you treat the comics well. The comics want to be there. They want to do well. They want to come back. Here, here. Someplace you're in a condo in this nine where you're like, I don't give a shit about this place. Fuck it. Yeah. So. All right. Good answer. I'll take it. I love a good answer. No one gives you good answers anymore. Well, I try to give good answers. I appreciate the answer. And good head. Appreciate the head. Hey, folks, you know what's fun to do? Mark, you know what's fun to do, don't you? I like to gamble. I like to gamble, too. You do it more sexually, but uh, yeah, that's probably weird. That's true. I, I gambled many a time. And a good cockfight, yes. which I guess is sexually. Yeah, that's sexual. My, my cock's been in a fight or two. It's mm, winless. Sword fight. Uh, bet. T-D-S-I, bet, that's B-E-T-D-S-I, bet, D-D, fuck my mother in the ass hard. You got it, go. <laughs> um, D-S-I. Yes, D-S-I, bet, D-S-I.com has been in business for over 20 years, paying winners. It's got an A-plus rating on sportsbook review sites. Check it out for your own, folks. It's easy to use, mobile playing interface Play, win, get paid. The Super Bowl is coming up, folks. Yeah! You want to bet on this game. It's the big game, and it's more fun if you have a little bit of money on it. Get crazy. You so, can go, once again, go to B, bet, I can't say it. Bet DSI say, is a great mobile app, easy to use from anywhere. They offer live-in game wagering. You can make plays throughout the entire games and events. I play there myself and recommend BetDSI if you want to add a little excitement to the games you are watching. Get weird. Once again, go to BetDSI.com and use promo code... Tuesday25. That's Tuesday with the le- the number 25 and get a free $25 wager on the house and 200% extra bonus when you deposit. That's amazing. Pretty good. That's, $25. Free. That's Tuesday25 to get your free wager and start winning today. Yes. How about those Saints? What a loss. Oh, Um, well, I gotta say, speaking of good clubs, I went to Irvine, California. <laughs> this is another club. This is one of the greats. Everybody wants to work there because it's like paradise. Mm-hmm. So I landed LAX, and they say, do you want to Uber to the club, which is like an hour and a half, or because it's Irvine, which is like a suburb of LA. Right. Or do you want to rent a car? And I go, well, how much is the car? And they go, we'll pay for the car. So oh. I go, give me the car. Oh, that's great. So you get a free rental car. Yes. So they're already they're taking care of you. I just... Get off that plane at 3.30, jump to Dollar Rental, get my cam. I love a Toyota Camry. Oh, fun. I like a nice middle-of-the-road jizz. Mm-hmm. Hit the 405, out to Irvine, and, you know, already I'm, I got snow coming off my back. I got dandruff. I'm taking my sweater off. It's all. It's just sunshine, sunglasses going on. Already you're in a better mood because it's, it's the bomb cyclone over here, and out there it's, uh, you know... Sunshine and an anal. Yes. So I'm flying down the 405. Boom, I hit traffic. Hey, it's L.A. Takes me like two and a half hours to get down there. Finally, you get there. You get to Irvine. It's just all cement. I mean, it's just like all big buildings, and it's just clean, and Mm. it's like a mall. The whole city's a mall. Yeah. And the Spectrum Center, which I thought was a little offensive to the autistic folk. Ah. It's all at the Spectrum Center, but they got like a Cheesecake Factory, a P.F. Chang's, the whole spiel. You see Dave & Buster's. The Irvine Improv, which is huge, beautiful club. And I look up, and it's like Bill Burr, Norm MacDonald, David Spade. Like, they have big guys coming. Yeah. 
I only got in because somebody dropped out. I'm thinking Steve-O. Oh, boy. If I had to guess. Well, I didn't go to Madison. No, can't get in there. So uh, I'm like, hey, fuck it, I'll take the weekend. And I promoted the balls out of it. Like I did Legion of Skanks and Bonfire and Jim and Sam. So we actually had a pretty good turnout, and the food is killer. The openers were great. Everybody was super nice. The staff is top-notch. Killing! All weekend. Wow. It's so good. And every day I'd wake up, I'd get drunk at the club, then I'd wake up, and I'd just drive to Laguna Beach. Oh, I went to my honeymoon there. What? That's my honeymoon. Oh, it's so pretty. So pretty. It's like a fucking fake town. It's like a set. The cute little streets with all the shops and everything. Everybody's attractive and shirtless. Honeymoon. And uh, speaking of which, I just dropped my wedding ring. I'm uh, gonna go get it. You keep going. That's a sign. I'll be back. All right. So then I get ah. I get sloppy at uh, I do some day drinking in Laguna. And I'm out there alone, which is kind of sad. You know, ah. you, you hope the lady could come. No honeymoon for me. I'm back. And uh, then you do the show again. So you get this day glow from the sun all day. Mm-hmm. You go to the club and it's like killer shows. Then the next day I wake up and I go, I'm gonna see Huntington Beach. Go to Huntington Beach, it's a little more gritty. Hulk Hogan. There's guys on bongos, there's dudes working out, there's gays on rollerblades and a thong and all that shit. And everybody's doing weed and skateboarding. Any of them eating peaches? No peach fucking. Cum peach. No kumquat. And then uh, then you lay out all day. I got in the water, it was freezing. I'm just in the ocean. I'm in the Atlantic Ocean. Then you go do shows again. Pacific. Pacific, sorry. (laughs) I gotta be more specific. Then you go do shows, you pig out, you have a great time, and then we drove to Newport Beach Ooh. for a little nightlife, me and the uh, opener, Grant Cotter, funny guy. All right, Grant. Yeah, we go to the Newport Beach, and it was a foggy night, oh. and it's just nightclubs, as far as the eye can jizz, and you're, the nightclubs are on the ocean. That's nice. very strange. It's all foreign to me. I can't believe people live there. Yeah, a yeah, lot of people. You go there and visit, you're like, this is paradise, and then some guy's like, that's my house. So uh, wow. it's just beautiful people dancing, and everybody's young and tan and fat and gay, and uh, it, you can't wrap your head around it. And then I get back on Sunday, and bomb, big bomb, bomb. I bomb, killing all week. I'm getting meet and greets, people Tuesdays coming up to me, shaking photos, the whole thing, hugs, kisses. People love us. Wow. Sunday, I. Died. Where? In Irvine? Irvine. Wow, you ran out of Tuesdays, I guess. I guess so. And it was like Sunday, maybe, and it Monday off, so like old people came out. Oh. And I'm doing, you know, Jew jokes and jizz and fecal matter and flatulence, and they are just not having it. Oh. And I was cocky, too, so that made it worse. And I did like a couple things where I go, okay, well, I guess that's, uh, that joke's over. Oh. Like, you know those moments? Yeah. Oh, I know those moments. Man. And it was, and, and it was also bags the feature and the host killed. I think because they're a little more lighter, right? You know, and I'm going out there with like some East Coast edge. Uh, I'm over yes. here talking about uh, Me Too and Black Lives Matter and all that shit. ECE. They don't like it. And boy, that was a it was a sad way to leave the weekend. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, yeah, that was tough. So then, you know, I started hitting the sauce pretty hard because uh-huh. I'm hurting mm-hmm. emotionally. And, uh, you know, you do the whole thing where you talk to the thanks to the owner. And they were so nice all weekend. But you could tell that last set, they were kind of like, what happened out there? Yikes. Yeah, I've had those. It's it's like I was a hot girl. Then the last night, I gained four pounds and had a wheelchair. Well, four's not too bad. Well, maybe... Twenty. Yeah, twenty's bad. Twenty and lost a tit and I was in a had a eye patch and Reagan. So uh <laughs> Yeah. Just, just say no. So yeah, so then I started drinking a bunch and then I realized, oh man, it's about midnight now. 
My flight is at 7 a.m. in L.A. Eesh. and I got to drop off the rental car. Hi. So I, you start to think I got to get up. I got to leave the hotel by 4:30, get to the rental car place by 5:30, so I can get to the airport for six. Yep. So you got to wake up at four, and now it's one. Ah. And now I got a buzz on. Eesh. And I've eaten 13 cookies because I'm at the Double Tree. Ooh. And they give you free cookies. Yes, the Hiltons. They take care of you. Oh yeah, so many cookies, and they just hand them to you, and they're warm. Yes. So now I'm like, I got a belly full of cookies. A belly full of booze and a belly full of sadness. Ah. So I'm just laying in bed. I'm watching uh, Into the Wild. Have you seen that? Have I seen it? It's my favorite book. All number one favorite book all time. The movie's great as well. Good movie. Although the the book is much better than the movie for several reasons. Lay them on me. Well, one reason is that the movie is is written and and shot from a, a point of view of like. This guy's a hero. He's a heroic guy. Uh-huh. But the book really brings up like he's kind of a fucking idiot. He's kind of shitty to his family. Yeah, shitty like, to his family. He's a big more like there's ways to have done this to not uh, estrange your family and be a, an idiot. Like he could have survived. He should have survived. Yeah. But he's like this dumb twenty year old hubrisy kid that was uh-huh. like, I'm gonna go live in Alaska. And you're like, right. you know, there's ways to pull this off. But who, so the book is written by what John Krakauer? John Krakauer, who's my favorite author. All right, so he wrote it. So it's a fictional thing. What do you mean? Because the guy who died was McCandless. Yes, Christopher McCandless. Yes. yes. So who's that? That's a real guy. So it's about him. Yes, the book is about him. The movie's about him. But the movie, you know, flowered it up a little bit. Yeah, but who? How did he write the? How did he know about this kid? What do you mean? Well, he just studied it. You know, you oh, research. Him. I mean, this okay. book's about fucking Lincoln too. You know. Oh, I, but it makes it seem such bi- all like so biographical. Well, I think he was writing letters and stuff, uh-huh. all the letters, and then like you can with investigation. That's why I like the book. It's like very investigative. They can, he bought his last thing here. He worked at this McDonald's. He went there. Then he checks in here and he's writing stuff down. He's leaving a footprint. You know. Got it. Well, thank God he wrote the book because his parents didn't know where the fuck he was. Very sad. It's extremely sad, and uh, he had a lot of great. Points like his feelings and emotion. By the way, Eddie Vedder did the album, of course. It's a killer album. Uh, but his is this candy. He had some great points and feelings and ideas. He just didn't execute them so well. But the book is really great because it has all the this guy is a beautiful man and searching for the truth. It has that, but it also has the like this is where he fucked up. He He's fucked selfish, up here. What yeah. the fuck there? All right. So it's a pretty amazing book. Uh, if you and, and my ex girlfriend has my copy, and I'm gonna go see her this weekend. I'm gonna try to get it from her. This this son of a bitch. We're in Denver, folks. Yes, we are. All right. We so were. I watched Into the Wild drunk. I had a little teary eyed thing going on. Now it's three a.m. I got an hour to get to sleep. No, so. fall asleep for like an hour. The fucking uh, alarm goes off. I wake up. I run downstairs. Haul ass to the LAX. It's a beautiful morning. You know, it's got that dawn look Mm. in LA. And I'm just getting that beach air. And I'm hauling ass to get to LAX. Drop the rental car off. It's a whole thing. You know, they gotta walk around the car, see if you scratched it. Hate the drop off. I never get the insurance, and I'm and I've never had a scuff. Yeah, be careful. You get it? I get it. I'm not insured. Well, now you have money. They can take that money. Oh, really? If you don't have money, you're like, well, what are you going to do? Fuck you. But now you have money. They can seize that money, I believe, if you fucking uh, wreck the car. I feel like if you don't have money, they can get the money. You Where are they going to get it? Well, you, you got to make it. You got to pay. You go to jail. That's how money is. Nah, I don't think so. I think you're just in debt, and you go, I don't have any money. That's what I've heard. No. But they can take you to claims court and shit. Yeah, I never hear about big claims court. I guess that's just court. That's just regular court. Uh-huh. There's small claims and there's claims. Yeah, all right. No big claim. No uh, claim. So, uh, finally get there, and I I got a flight at 7. I get through with security. I got clear. I'm clear. Ah, uh, clear's good. You got clear? I don't have the clear yet, but I see the clear. The problem with clear is they don't have it at every every hub. Right. Then you're paying, you know, you, you don't get you're it. You're paying, you not get it. But when you get it, I mean, this, long, this line was comically long. It was like a serpent. Ah, uh, it was funny. 
And uh, yeah, so I go into the line, and I was like, what am I doing? I see the clear guy, and I go up to him, and he goes, oh, you're clear, and you do the fingerprint. He walks to the front of the line. It's like Disneyland. Oh, that's fun. You feel like an asshole, though. You're walking past people with kids and pregnant whores and all these people, and you're like, yeah, sorry, I'm clear. And they put you right up in between. They just kind of push a guy out of the way, and they put you right there, and they hand you two bins. No, nah, I'm here, and I'm clear. And queer. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I go through. I get there a little early. I pop two... Tylenol PM and two melatonin. Jesus, for a six-hour flight, five-hour flight, six-hour flight. Yeah, well, going east, it's short. Shorter, I guess. Maybe it was five, but still, My I'm God. like, I only got an hour and a half sleep. I'm, I'm hitting the hay here, boy, folks. Oh boy! So I go to bed right when I, right when that puppy, when the, they close the door, I'm, uh-huh. I'm out, and I got two guys next to me, and I wake up about three hours in, and the guy goes, dude. I'm dying. You gotta let me. He's been trying to get past me, oh, and I wasn't waking up. And boy. he was like nudging me, and I wasn't. And he's like, he was like, seriously, hey man, you gotta let me through. He's Elaine. Yes. So I let Elaine through. He goes. I feel like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and I just go right back out. And I wake up. We're landing, and it was that was it. And wow. now we're back out in the freezing cold. Although wow. it's not too bad. Right now it's like 30, and I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm going swimming later. Yeah. Exactly. So. Nice. uh what do you got this weekend? Well, we got to wrap it up here. I, I want to give a quick uh, and hardcore shout out to John and Sarah in Madison. They made us a big batch of chocolate chip cookies. Whoa! And jam. We had a little jam, but we were afraid to fly with it. So we had to, just a taste of the jam. The jam tasted great. You did great, Sarah, with no H. Jam sesh. And John made us, they, all day they spent making chocolate chip cookies, and they brought enough for the whole staff. There was a wow. staff bin and a regular Joe and Sarah bin, and we ate the fuck out of them, and they were delicious. So thank you, guys. I'm so grateful for all the uh, kind and thoughtful people. Uh, big show coming up in Boston, everybody. You heard me, Beantown. Me and Gary Veter were co-headlining The Hideout in Boston on February 13th. There's a, there's a link up there. I tweeted it. I'll put it on Facebook and tweet it again. Or hit me up, message me. The Hideout in Boston, February 13th. It's uh, Valentine's Day Eve. So beat the traffic. Bring your girl out to the hideout. Come see Gary Veter and I. It's the day after the Bean Pot. We're going to the Bean Pot, and then we're going to go and do a show at the hideout. So uh. come to that. I'm going back to Key West, February 15th Whoa. and 16th with uh, Sarah. And then uh, where else am I going to be? I'm doing Caroline's with Michelle Wolf. That'll be fun. Oh, really? March 8th through the 10th. Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase, April 5th, the 6th, and 7th. Oh, and this is uh, big news. You're going to want to know about this, folks. The Stress Factory has been moved. This, this uh, double-booked situation. Uh, that's how they get you. February 8th, 9th, and 10th. It's now the next weekend. It's no longer Super Bowl weekend. It's now February 8th, 9th, and 10th. No more Stavros. I got Greg Stone instead. He's great. One of my favorites. So February 8th, 9th, and 10th is, is the Stress Factory now. So please come out to that. It's one week later, and uh, I assume we'll be celebrating a New England Patriots Super Bowl championship. Number six. Woo-wee. I love you, and uh, comedian Joe List, and write nice things to us. We're very sensitive people. Please. And, uh, yeah. Good to have you. Thanks for coming out, everybody. I'm at Charlie Goodnights in Raleigh. Hot dog. What is that, North Carolina? North Carolina. Take your shirt off. Then I'm at Dr. Grin's at Grand Rapids. And uh, Helium in Buffalo. Then Helium in Philly. What a run. Comedy Zone, Charlotte. That's a big room. Help me out here, folks. In the South, I'm a Southerner, too. Laughing Skull, Atlanta in March. Comedy Attic, Bloomington, 
Then I'm uh, doing some show in Long Island, so come out to that at that movie theater. Oh, that's a fun one. I like that. Yeah. That's where I had the guys fist fight each other. That's right. Good money. Then I'm at Bananas in Hasbrook, New Jersey, speaking of Jersey. And I'm also going to be opening for uh, Burt Kreischer at the Wilbur, I think, on February 3rd. Wilbur. So come out to that. And, uh, you know, they got uh, the horse to talk. Peanut butter. Waterboarding. All right. So... Fun weekend, fun, fun, good times, folks. Thanks for coming out. Yell at Chipotle. Chipotle's coming to Denver. Or they already did. Yeah. Ah, shit. This Thank is over. you, Chipotle. Thank you. Finally responding to us. And uh, we love you. We hate you. We ate there today, both of us. We're out of cards. Give us a black card. Yell at Chipotle. Praise Allah. Blow your mom. Kiss my ass. We'll see you all in hell. Tuesday. Tuesday.